What's up, guys? Uh, season three, episode two, coming in the break room. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, things have been, you know, moving rather quickly in our lives. Um, but yeah, just happy to be back. We got all four co-hosts. We got three co-hosts. We got me. Let's get it, baby. We got Riley, Sean, and Dan. Um, yeah, boys. Let's get it going. Yes, sir. Let's get it. See. Great day. Great day. Great day. It's it's uh, Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, been day. up all day, just just peddling trades and, and doing a lot of work. But in the meantime, in, in the free time that I've had, I've just been peddling trades. So, boys, if we want to just recap the trades that have kind of gone down in the last twenty four hours, I don't know, like anything you've been a part of in any other leagues, like go for it. I don't know. We'll just kick it off with fantasy football. I mean, like, okay, Dan, if you're gonna if you're gonna start off the segment, like, go. Well, you made a trade today. Like, yes, I traded trade. for in our 16 team league. I traded for DeMar Chase, and it was a rare opportunity, I believe, because the, the guy who had him, his entire bench was only defensive players, and his flex was Amon Ross St. Brown. So, like, it's very obvious that he needed some help, and he understood that. He understood that what he was two and one, actually, surprising. And uh, he knew that, like, all right, he needed to beef up. So, I gave him Corderell Patterson, Mikkel Hardman, and. Uh, uh somebody else who who is the last guy somebody in five dollars huh you don't even know <laughs> can't remember right now can't remember long day long, long day long day no, it, was tyler boyd. Boyd. it was tyler boyd tyler boyd Nico hardman and uh uh whoever i mentioned first Corderell patterson in exchange for uh and five dollars five fab dollars for jamar ah, yeah, chase so peddling the five dollars i want to segue into this in another league mike and i are just so broke on our fab that right now like i had ten dollars this morning in the fab budget now i got 26 we are making money you are sleeping we are making money you are sleeping seven in the morning ten in the morning we added sixteen dollars we're scrapping harder than anybody i have just for preface i have three dollars Three. Yeah, Mike is big broke. Mike and I haggled oh, today in a trade. <laughs> we haggled for like ten minutes over how much money to give because I wanted all nine of his dollars. Mike, get your money really. up. Get your funny up. No, 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 no. It was worth it. It was worth it. I think because I got Darren Waller in the trade, so like I think it was worth it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll that get was... our money up. We'll get our money up. You know, yeah. we'll figure it out. Someone I also hook uh, me up. I think it's. I think it's funny when I see trades from people like, like you expect, like you, you just think like that. Like if you see a trade from me or Max or Dan or Mike, you just, every time I see it, I just think, you know, they definitely had a long deliberation about this one. <laughs> Surprisingly though, this one, like, I don't know, me and Dan don't trade a lot just cause like it never ends well for Dan. Let's just say it nicely. And um, like, it was we just kind of like fucked around the entire time. We just were haggling over nine dollars, and it was my nine dollars. I wanted to pay five, and I want to pay six. <laughs> no five, and Dan was just no. Saying, you started at four. You started at four. Of course, we must lowball, <laughs> but we brought it up to six dollars. That trade. That's I want to know what you guys think about this. I, I, yeah, but that's not my fault. You got nine dollars in the budget, pal. <laughs> You can give me all the ratios you want. It doesn't change the fact that you have $9. Uh, 
Um, that trade caused a lot of controversy, and I wanted I wanted to pose it to you guys. Javante Williams and Kyle Pitts for Darren Waller, and uh, six dollars came with with Javante Williams and Kyle Pitts. I mean, like at the end of the day, I'll just I'll just say it how it is. I'll be honest. Like, as long as I look at the trade, when I see the trades go through and I see a trade happen, I go and look. And the general thoughts I have when I do it is, here's my thinking. If I don't look at it immediately and within the first three seconds of looking at it, don't think it's the most ridiculous thing of all time, I don't care. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, that's just being honest. I mean, it, it doesn't involve me. And if it doesn't look like it's a bad trade, then I'm okay. Okay. Riley, your take? All I will say is Matt Ryan this season, the performance has just looked shambolic, utterly trash. I mean, he's just old. He's ass. He's ass. I would agree with that. Who's worse, Matt Ryan or Big Ben? Big Ben. Big Ben, bro, <laughs> come on. Absolutely unequivocal. Yeah, but it, at least, okay, okay, well, I'll put it this way. At least with Big Ben, you're getting comedy. With Matt Ryan, it's just sad. It's tragedy. Like, no, like, Matt Ryan me... is comedy. He always chokes. It's so... No, but, like, but I mean, like, Choke. Matt Ryan, but Big Ben is comedy the whole game. Matt Ryan just has moments. Yeah, Big Ben's. It's funny to watch him play. No, it's so much easier to root against Big Ben because, like, he's a rapist. <laughs> so, fuck Big Ben. This dude is not wrong. Big Ben. He's crazy. He's crazy. Boy, he's facts. He's been facts, and he's still a Hall of Famer. But imagine that. Imagine fuck. being in that profession. Two rings. That's crazy. Um, I mean, like, any anybody else got anything else that they saw or participated in in any of their leagues and, and just want to talk about it? I mean, Mike, um, we had a trade as well. Yes, yes, we did have a trade. I, I got my guy Clyde back, also known as <laughs> kids. <laughs> yes, yeah, someone, I can't someone. Even say He's it, known as someone. Uh, so. So, uh, Riley, I have a question for you. So, I just realized you uh, you renamed Josh Gordon Stay on the Weed. You are aware that if he is on the weed, then he's not going to be in your lineup. No, incorrect. They don't about? test for weed anymore. Yeah, he can bro. do it. He can do it privately as long as that's all he's doing. I mean, the man was sipping alcohol and before high school games, you know, and he's doing something. Bro, he was stealing cars he, like, to get to practice. He's Missouri. Crazy, bro. Boy grew up. Jeez, he is a it, – it's tough for him. That's all I got to say. He won't last. No chance. Bro. Riley, I appreciate you blowing big bands in the Dynasty League <laughs> on fucking Josh Gordon. Just Nobody is accepting my money in trade offers. Exactly. Well, the waivers, um, hold on, but that makes sense because the waivers in that league are like a joke, bro. You take your shots in that league. So, like, no one's going to use their money that often. That's yeah, exactly. No, you, you take your shots when you want to. That's why I spend, like, $31 on Elijah Mitchell. Like, he's Bro, I got Quintess Cephas for, like, 30 bucks. Like, I don't Matt, know. Matt, Matt, Matt's at $7 on Josh Gordon thinking that'll be enough. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. He's just trolling though. Go look no. at his lineup versus no, go mine. look at it. Go look at his lineup versus Dan. Go look at Dan and his lineups. It's pretty great. All right. Hold on, hold on. Again, I need to shed light on this. What Matt does in that league is simply like it'll it'll never be beaten. Honestly, can't. He has an entire Rams team in his like the entire Rams offense. Oh my god, dude! Why? Why? Like actually, why? He does this every side hustle. As a side side. hustle, he trades a side quest, acquired and drafted. He got all the players. He got all the infinity stones. What is he doing? <laughs> what is he? What is he building? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Wait, hold on. No joke, bro. He's crazy, bro. He's Highest scoring team in the league. Too. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story, bro. I got Julio Jones from him because he texted me. He said, "Give me Daryl Henderson." I was like, "I don't have him." Adam does, and all he told me was, "Go get him." So I went to Adam, got him. Gave it, and I was like, yo, I got Daryl Henderson. He's like, all right, I sent you the trade. <laughs> and we just made it. <laughs> he just did so the Rams players, man. Like, Wait, so, like, can I, have, can I have Mahomes? Dude, he's on – see, he, he put him on the trade block. I don't know if he took him off. He told me it would need CD or Jefferson. So I'm just going to put insider knowledge here. I'm going to put insider knowledge here. I had a – I had a golden chance to get him. I just did not. Like I he I had him in my lap to grab and take Mahomes on my team, but I didn't for just a few few reasons. Just I mean, a- can I have Justin Tucker? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but it's all a troll. He literally changes it with like four minutes to that go before so Sundays. It's that so funny. Like, look. Oh, the I can only put in like I know my lineup is it's four Redskins players or five Reds excuse me football team players, God God bless excuse me dude but he he actually traded like I'm just like looking at how he acquired all these players and just like it's so funny he drafted fav- Tutu Atwell my, my favorite one my favorite one is <laughs> Tyler Higby Mike dropped him December twentieth two thousand twenty added by Matt. December 20th, 2020. <laughs> He's literally had this planned for he, years. He's literally been like, I see the Rams player, I want. <laughs> I get You got to respect it. And he does it in a dynasty league nonetheless. Dude, ah, uh, that's so uh, It's a side quest for him, too. It is a side qu- I'm serious. It's a side hustle. I swear to God. Any Rams players just give. He's just give, give, give. He picks up him and Adam made a trade because he wanted like two. Van Jefferson. Adwell. He wanted no, he wanted Van Jefferson from Adam. Yeah, he wanted Van Jefferson so bad. Trade. He gave up he gave up Sammy Watkins and a third round pick. Yes, from Van Jefferson. Dude, I can't imagine who started those trade talks. Matt texting, he was like, Matt, he's like probably Adam. Matt and Adam's like, bro, what why is Matt? Dude, I need like I don't know what I need, but I need the next great Rams offensive player and then just give him to Matt for everything he owns. <laughs> it's Jake Funk. You're going to have to trade for him. <laughs> That's going to be really hard when Matt literally has a farm team of the fucking Rams. Yeah, well, and then I'm going to have their next crown jewel and Matt's going to be like, I want this. I'll give you anything. And I'll be like, okay. And we'll, it's we'll it's it. good strategy, but again, he has Mahomes and a bunch of other. It, I'll players. say this though: Mahomes will be the hottest topic in this upcoming offseason. Yeah, because Matt's probably gonna fucking dip out of the league. 
No, I don't know about that. That would stink. I hope not because you get, again, you can't replicate what he just does in the league. Like who, no. like, who in their right mind would ever think ever other than Matt ever seriously, other than Matt, he's one of a kind to build an entire Rams roster as a side quest because the last time you played in the league with the people in this league, he won the Super Bowl with Rams players and just all the while doing it under our noses and yep. revealing it at the last second. He, again, it's like it's all star trolling to a new level. And it's just like you can't replicate it. Like you just, you just can't. It, like, it actually is. It actually is the meme. Like I see his lineup and I actually just go. What's he building in there? <laughs> yes. Yeah, literally. <laughs> What's he building in there? I've slowly what, is, watched, what did he know that I don't? I have slowly watched him over the <laughs> course of these like, days. The last, like, he's going to just start the entire Rams team and just roll and somebody. Some, yeah, he, he will do it and he will beat someone. He will. <laughs> that person, it'll probably be like Skyler or Armani in week it's fourteen. Me. When do you? Oh, you play him in the last week of the season. I bet when he do does I it to you. Do I you play, play him in the last the week? week? Yes, you do. Yeah, I, I'm almost sure you do. Oh my god, I do. Oh my god, I actually do. He's gonna do it. He's gonna <laughs> He's do. So He's gonna do it. Starts if he, fucking if, Graham. If if if, if, it, if he is nowhere near making a playoff spot, he's gonna do it, and I'm gonna lose. <laughs> The whole Rams lineup. Oh, I can just see it like, building like, just to it's, beat it's Sean. Me, it's me like clawing out of an 0-2 hole. I have to win my last week to win the to get a spot in the playoffs, and I lose to an all Rams team. <laughs> it just hurts. With the Rams playing the Cardinals, ooh, I don't know. Maybe. Nah, bro, that game could be a light show. In week Cooper, 14 Cooper of the Cup, NFL Cooper season. Cup going for 50. Dude, that's that this. I'm already dreading it, and it's a long way away. Don't even yeah. care about it. It'll when it comes, it comes. It'll come exactly. I didn't know I was playing Armani this week until I checked this morning, and I was playing Armani. I just, you know, it, we take oh. it a week at a time. I don't. I don't think I even know who I'm playing. Oh, I'm playing Matt. Yeah, yeah there we go. Matt, yeah. Huge game. Huge game. Huge game. Every game is a huge game. It's a huge game. Yeah, I mean, every yeah, every game is a big game. Like, I have a lot of like tough decisions to make this week i think i'm gonna start tom brady though so if armani's listening to this at any point he'll know that anything any the troll players i put in every day uh one at a time as i alternate which troll player goes in he'll know that if you listen to this tom brady's probably gonna be starting Um, i play i play riley oh great this could be one of those this could be one of those games where dalvin cook doesn't play and Riley starts him, and he just shits down my throat with my backup. Ooh, Madison. That's why you always got to – dude, I traded a second-round pick for Tony Pollard. Yeah, except when then Riley offers you the most bum-ass trade for him ever. What did Riley I just offer? want Hopkins. Come on. <laughs> That's no, not but too much. I paid a premium because I went to Henry at, after the redraft league – after – not the redraft league, after the startup for the Dynasty League. And I said, hey, like, what's the word on Tony Pollard? I want Tony Pollard. He just trolled me about him, and I was basically came to the conclusion: shit. As long as Henry runs that team, I'll never get Tony Pollard because he's just gonna hold it over my head like a fucking baby. Max takes over the team, and I think literally two weeks into him being manager, I remembered it and just gave him a call, and I was like, "Yo, give me Tony Pollard. I'll give you a second round pick." Quick, quick negotiation, very fast. 
got the deal done. Mike looked at me, he was like, mm, that's kind of an overpay. I agreed. I said, yeah, that's kind of an overpay, but you got to take the insurance policy out. Cause like, I'll give you back your third round pick. <gasps> Why yeah. would you tell hmm. him that? Probably gonna have to ask for your first. Boys, boys, what are the states of our franchises? You know, three weeks uh, into 2021, like what's the state? We're back. Um, a little bit of a dry spell, but. Unlike other people who own Josh Allen, I never gave up faith in him and was trying to trade him after two weeks. Him on the market, I actually, I actually believe in my franchise, and this is why you ride, you ride the Josh Allen wave for these moments like this. Yeah, I mean, uh, two and one. Uh, team's been like trying to get gelled together. Um, a lot of talent, uh, a lot of like good decisions to make with depth and whatnot. Um, still want to get some of the taxi squad players up, some of the rookies up, but that'll be, that'll come out on its own time when their time is right. Um, but yeah, just some, just got to get the squad gelled together. Some guys do good weeks some some guys do good in some weeks. Some guys don't. So there's tons of single digits every week, but there's also guys who carry the team. It's just kind of about finding the right balance and uh, having people all consistently across the board uh, do well. That way the team can uh, play at its best. But, yep, two and one, uh, playing Armani. You know, good luck to him. Um, yeah. I would just like to – I just wanted to add, I forgot, that there throughout this entire season there will be – probably continuing and it is currently a little side story on my entire campaign which is will I ever start the right flex wide receiver this season because <laughs> every every week I have started the wrong receiver for example week one I started Mostert and Ronald Jones in my flexes who combined for oh. uh, one point <laughs> I played you oh yeah that was tough um, oh, the week no. after I started in week two, come on, load. There we go. In week two, I started Christian Kirk and Tim Patrick. Christian Kirk got nine points. Tim Patrick, a nice 12. So, but, however, this was the week Hollywood Brown put up 23 points. So, in week three, what did I do? I started Hollywood Brown and sat Christian Kirk, who did the complete role reversal on me again. So, this week, I said, you know what? Here is a fail-proof fan. Riley, you already see it. I am playing both Marquise Brown and Christian Kirk. So Tim Patrick Get failed. Uh, the other guy are going. Tim Patrick scores a fucking touchdown. I'm going to be so fucking mad. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I can piggyback off what Mike said. Kirk against the Rams. Also, shout out, uh, shout out James Conner. He scored two touchdowns in uh, filling in for Dalvin Cook. If I need to call his number again. I hope he does anything like that again. <laughs> I doubt it. But good, just a really nice week to take advantage of that. Could have used Madison, no? I mean, I could use him for now. I didn't really need him last week. I know, but, but he's still got like 23. Right, just give him to me. Yeah. Uh, we'll I guess I can. An I guess offer I can, maybe. A... Yeah. I mean, like, second-round pick, I feel like I could moderate that between you two. It's like, that's kind of like the going price for the top-end handcuffs. Um, 
but yeah, I, I guess my team's kind of been gelling together. We're yet to have a week where everybody consistently produces across the board and we don't have just kind of stinky dud weeks. Shout out TJ Hawkinson this week, though. I, I did see that coming. Um, but yeah, the new additions have really made a, a big impact. Three new additions being Brandon Cooks, you know, Dak Prescott, and kind of technically Cortland Sutton because he didn't play last year. Oh. Cortland Sutton had a fucking bomb week two. Uh, all in targets are going to come his way. So I'm pretty excited about him, though, like my expectations are obviously tempered on him as he's still coming off an ACL. He still is on the Broncos and, you know, everybody's dropping like flies over there. So something to keep an eyebrow raised towards. Dak has been exactly what he's been as advertised. He's just the fucking franchise. Shout out uh, Mike McCarthy and him sitting uh, on Monday night. That was a fantastic way to end your week uh, in fantasy and definitely didn't lose any sleep over that. And then um, Brandon Cooks, uh, shout out trading the 308 for him. Thank you, Armani. He's been pretty decent. Uh, wide receiver six. So wild. Yeah, and it's just like Javante Williams kind of coming to his own. Henry Ruggs is catching passes. Guys, Henry Ruggs is catching passes. I really didn't think that was going to happen. Brian Edwards is also catching passes, and so is Michael Pittman. So, like, the depth is kind of starting to build up. Terrence Marshall is finding his role, and uh, the other guys that have my bench are kind of all, you know, steadily producing, like LT, a.k.a. Logan Thomas. Logan. I don't know. I think it's, I don't, it's not panic season at all. I think my team is even, even if it took a couple hits, I think we still have, you know, whether it's bye weeks or injuries, I think we still have the depth to kind of patch some holes and keep going potentially. I think, I think my team's a fucking playoff team. I really do. And that's what we're shooting for. We have a huge game this week, but there's no panic. Just got to bring this up uh, from last week, Adam, uh, traded me in the offseason at the draft, Justin Herbert, because he concluded that Justin Herbert was not going to be as good future-wise for, than Kyler Murray, which is a fair, uh, fair criticism in terms of fantasy. But, you know, nonetheless, traded me Justin Herbert. Week three rolls around. Justin Herbert is starting for my first game. He's the his first start ever for my team against Adam. First game against Adam this year. Adam's team, which was on a blood quest, dropping like 170 every week. Justin Herbert comes out against former owner and playing Kyler Murray in his first start and drops 39 and wins me the game. Is just written in the stars. Um, so, yep. To Adam, GG's man, Justin Herbert might have your number. He might. He might have your number. So, yeah. Do we want to just talk about football? Do we want um, to go into detail about the one and two Kansas City Chiefs or the three and Carolina go, Panthers? I want to go into go? detail. Herbinho. I yeah, I want to go into detail about Herbinho. Herbinho. So the Chargers, they take a lot of penalties. They seem kind of seem somewhat undisciplined, but. Herbert, again, I, I told Dan this in the – I told Dan this when we walk in the bird sanctuary in, in the middle of the summer and in, like, July or June, like maybe late June, early July. And I said, like, okay, Justin Herbert proved me wrong. 
for the first year. He did 100%, 1 million billion percent. And I said, okay, he's either going to have a sophomore slump or he's going to prove that he is, he's that guy, that he's elite, that he's a, a, you know, a generational transcendent talent player in this league, a superstar player, or he'll have a sophomore slump. And you'll know this within like the first three games, four games, it will be easy to see. Uh, teams will have film on him um, and, and we'll figure it out from there. And after three games, uh, I can 100% with full certainty say that I was 100% wrong and that he is the real deal. Um, he's played, first of all, he's played two competent defenses, uh, the football team and uh, what's it called? The Cowboys defense, which is actually being coached very well by uh, Quinn, by the way. Uh, very, very well. Wow, Michael um, yeah, Parsons is helping them transform. He, he is a fucking. T- he is also like a that, yeah. He is somewhat of a. He's still. He's as athletic as someone like Josh Allen, but he's just a little bit more refined as a passer already coming out. He's like he is a very Josh Allen like player. He's taller. Riley just left. He's taller. He can make any throw. He's got basically ninety nine arm like arm strength. He can. He can really do anything. Um, and he's a, he's sneaky athletic. Um, he's six six. Everything you you, you got to love everything about him. To be honest, he's wholesome. Uh, his teammates love him. You know, like he, he's got weapons around him. He's got a decent coaching staff now. At least defensively, they play well. Um, yeah, they played a great game against Kansas City. They deserve to win, though. That last minute decision on fourth down was fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, it was. That, that, was really that again, if you don't score there, you, you know, the game's over. You just, that's a, just a fucking stupid decision. But it worked uh, because you have Justin Herbert, basically. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, most people want to crown that it's going to be Lamar versus Patrick Mahomes for the next decade. And that's going to be the rivalry. And in my opinion, I, I don't think bullshit, I don't think I think the guy that's going to step up to the to Mahomes' throne and challenge him the most directly in a rivalry for the next decade is this guy in his division, a hundred percent. And the Chiefs cannot be guaranteed, cannot be seen this division in the AFC West to be guaranteed to them every year. With, no. with how this kid plays and how this team is, I mean, again, it was a and matter of how time. booty their defense is. Can we talk about? Time. Can we talk about their red zone percentage on defense? 100% still. It must be at least. I don't know if they've gotten a fucking stop yet, but you get in the red zone on them, it's an easy touchdown every time. Because they're, oh, wow, the Chiefs defense is bad. But people are telling me all the time that the defense isn't that bad. Shut the fuck up. So, like, yeah, personally, yeah, on September 28th, uh, 2021, at 1017 p.m., uh, on the podcast on season three, episode two, uh, I definitely uh, take back and am wrong about Herbert from my draft profile and what I believed in him coming out of the draft. Uh, definitely was wrong. Um, and again, he proved me. He proved me wrong. Uh, just uh, who uh, back? Uh, who was who wasn't wrong? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that part. Sean wasn't wrong. Who Sean who, wasn't wrong? Who, okay. I have never been more right about a player in a long time it's been a while but i knew i i knew it when i see it i just it, i always said you can pull the text i said put him in the right situation and he's gonna be fucking insane anthony lynn was holding him back they get what did they do they go out they get a man that put the team around him and now they're balling 
I mean, yeah, uh, Sean, Sean, Sean was right. Um, but yeah, get it going. He is uh, unbelievable. Um, he's a joy to watch. I honestly love just tuning into him, tuning in to watch him on like Sunday ticket or something. I'll just be like, boys, let's watch Chargers game. Don't care who they're playing. I just kind of want to watch him. And again, people who prove me wrong so bad, and he proved me wrong so bad. I try to trade for them or draft them in, in leagues just because they won my respect so much. I so mean, like, I was I was just so shocked when they beat the Chiefs because like it was one of those moments where like the Chargers when they were losing and they were driving down the field, you like, I was just like. Chargers Hold on. Stop me if I've heard this before. Chargers down late in the fourth. Okay, here comes the Phil Rivers interception. Yeah. Wait, touchdown? What? It's different. And their four fans are just like, let's go. <laughs> no, Herbino, Herbino is is my franchise, 100%, um, without a doubt. Can't You can't do better. You can't really do better. In, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah, true. But again, I think that I mean y'all can sleep on Dak. I ain't gonna say nothing. I mean, no, we're not sleep on him. Right? No, that's fine. He ain't he ain't in the conversation. That's okay. Wait, you mean you mean Tua, right? You mean Tua? Oh, my franchise quarterback, Tua. Franchise quarterback. Oh, more durable than Dan, or less durable than Dan? Excuse me. Hey, I'm not on IR right now. The Dolphins could call me right now and say, Dan, we need you to play quarterback, and I would be able to do it, and Tua wouldn't. You so, would be medically cleared is what you're I, saying. Literally, yes, I would be able to. They could, could you me pass right now. the physical, though? Could you pass the physical? Easily, easily. I'm more healthy than Tua. And I don't have knees. <laughs> he has no hips and you have no knees. The perfect quarterback. <laughs> no, that's why you go for Dak. He doesn't have an ankle. I have both ankles. So Again, again, I back to the Chargers. Beginning of the year, I had before any of the any of anybody put out a rankings or their takes or whatever, I said I fully believe that the Chargers were gonna be like a wild card team. They were gonna be in the playoffs, they were gonna sneak in, they were gonna win ten or eleven games. It's a tough division. What about the Raiders? Oh, you know no, 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 no. We've seen this, we've seen this every single year with John Gruden. Get out of here. They win like three or four games in a row, they'll be like four and two. Five and three. Oh yeah, I, it's coming. It's coming. I can. I see oh, the wave. So I, I, I see the wave. Coming. You smell that. You smell that. I can smell like, the collapse. Like, like the wave. Smell. No, I see the, the the collapse wave in the horizon. It's not here yet. I don't know when it's coming, but I can see it. The it's tsunami of the Raiders. The, the tsunami of tears and batteries being thrown at the players from the Raiders fans. <laughs> the Raiders man. Legit, like, yeah, the Raiders are just going from my way again. Um, but another team that I think is totally fraudulent. Well, funny you say that. Guess who plays next Monday night? The Raiders and the Chargers, yeah, the Raiders and Chargers. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, the Broncos are a fraudulent team. Broncos are frauds. The Broncos, my professor, who's a huge Broncos fan, told us, uh, he told me actually today at work that over the next three games, he said, talk to him week eight or week seven, excuse me. I going mean, into week seven about yeah. the Broncos because the three teams that they've played are shit. They played three They're teams that don't have a win. They're they don't, win. They don't have a win. Look at their look at the Broncos next three games, by they the way. They play the Ravens, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Browns, the football team, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Chargers, the Chiefs, then the Lions, Bengals, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. Yo, they look like, like that's not bad. Games. They could lose like eight straight games. They really could. No, they legit could. Like I just you think I, they I, worse I, than the Raiders. I mean, let me let me put it this way. I'm just hoping that like 
Teddy Bridgewater, he's my fantasy quarterback. I'm kind of hoping like he Yo, just. Yo, Sean, rides. you are you are down. A I'm, ho- I'm hoping I'm hoping he rides this out for like two you, more weeks. You know who to call. <laughs> when my son, when my son gets up, when he gets the call up from Shanahan, you know listen, who to call, bro. Listen, I'm just I'm son. just hoping that Mac they open up the playbook just a little more by like week seven. Dude, we're we're gonna get smacked next week. We have to cover that. Can we like, just like, open the playbook? Last, right. okay, last like ten last, minutes. Last, Let's last cover the oil classico and and this. Uh, oh, PSG won. Messi scored his first goal. I think for PSG today. What a great goal, by the way. Dude, and, why does Henry ever bet on anything? He has a cursed touch. I'm I'm not lying when I say this. When Henry said he was betting against us. Dude, that's why he needs to fucking start betting against uh, betting four leads, bro. I had zero percent worry that we were not going to win when Henry said that. I swear, he's, he's, he's a little jinx. Dude, he's a human jinx. It's ridiculous. His word is nothing but fraudulent, which is Everything wild. that he does, the exact opposite happens. I was in, I was in class when Messi scored. I was, it, was, it was ridiculous. Oh, that's crazy. I wouldn't be Did able you lose to lose your shit. Myself. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I got up and left. <laughs> wow. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Was I mean, Champions up. League, little roundup. Uh, Sheriff, a, a team from a country that does not exist, if anybody's aware of this situation. Sheriff yeah, is what, yeah, from Moldova. They play in the Moldovan Premier League or whatever, the Moldovan top flight. And in that league, there is an autonomous region of Moldova known as like Transylvania, Transylvania, something crazy. I don't even know. Something with a T. That autonomous region, which is officially recognized by four other countries, which aren't actually countries like Kosovo and stuff like that, uh, unrecognized countries. That autonomous region is its own country by technicality. And their team is Sheriff. And they fucking beat Real Madrid today. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, they don't have sponsors on their kit. That was, that was, pointed just, that out. Yeah. He pointed it. it out. He said, look at their shirts. They don't even have fucking sponsors. They and you know like what's funny? A practice shirt. No, their team is a sponsorship. Sheriff is the biggest corporation in their country. And that corporation owns that soccer team. That's their team wild. is a literal ad. That's wild. Yeah, I just I had to I had to talk about that. That's just that's soccer. That's football. You build a super league, the you never get the that. Think that they want to change the the Champions League setup so that these things can't happen. It's yeah, unreal. it's ridiculous. Unreal. This is what you need to imagine. Have. Imagine if the whole Bernabeu was packed. Dude, Dude, it would have been crazy. Oh my god. It would have sounded exactly the same because there was no sound. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been that much more insane. Um, that's funny. I think uh, we, yeah, we got recap, Pat's Bucks. We got, we, we got revenge today, and that's all that matters. Yeah. It's true. I mean, ending segment, Pat's Bucks. Uh, Patriots are going to get clapped. That's my take going in. I, don't I mean, know. Brady's going to break the record. That would be cool. He needs, like, what? My dad, dad could have went to the game. He didn't go. He's not going. Why not? I think they sold the tickets oh, for, I mean, like, that's smart. a lot of money. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But uh, I think it'll be, I mean, the NBC, you know, they're going to play some sort of like fucking video type shit and it's going to be emotional. 
and it's gonna be weird. I don't know. I don't like that. That's the only way. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. Like it's gonna be weird. I I don't know how else to say it. It's gonna be weird. Like 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 I, I, I like I got used to him playing like in a different jersey, but now I have to get used to him actually playing against us. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I don't think it's that weird. Like it, he made a decision, and I think we had this coming. He look personally again. I've me and Dan share the same insight. He doesn't owe us shit. Okay, like. He won us six Super Bowls. He is the greatest player of all time. He took pay cuts. He did everything he possibly could to win. At the bare minimum, at the end of the day, he deserves for his choice that he made to be recognized. You know, Who's that? that was Dylan calling me. Bruh. Hold on, I got to Man, this is going to be on a trade call. Yeah, I could just pick up what Mike was saying. Yeah, we don't – Tom Brady doesn't know shit. Uh, he gave us nope. everything that we – we ever wanted and more. Tom, Tom Brady doesn't. He gave us everything that we could have ever wanted and more. Exactly. He has made our franchise into arguably the greatest franchise in the NFL, single-handedly through the last twenty years. We've witnessed it. All three of us have witnessed every single bit of the way. And yeah, he's going to be playing against us. And yeah, I think we're going to lose like forty-two to twenty-one. I think we're going to get. We're going to get our asses. I think we're going to get. Look, Belichick can do whatever he wants. We don't got the personnel to line up with them, period. Because we just, I just watched us play the Saints. We couldn't line up with the Saints. So if we can't line up with the Saints offense that's missing Michael Thomas and has Jameis under center, we're going to get fucking destroyed by Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk. and Tom Brady. Gronk. We're going to get fucking literally spanked. I'm just being real. I'm just being totally real. You know, people can come up and try and make up this scenario where Bill – knows the secret ingredient to beat Tom Brady. You know what the secret ingredient to, to beat Tom Brady Nothing. is? God. That's what it is, bro. That's what you need to beat Tom Brady because he channels that shit on the sideline. He's down 28 points. You'll see him like literally like this. To correct yeah. you, though, to correct it's you, the secret, ingredient, the secret ingredient to beating Tom Brady is Eli Manning. And unless Eli trots out there for the Patriots on Sunday, we are not winning. I can promise you that. Now maybe Eli pulls up double birds up and just just beats Tom for one more time. But hold on, Dylan wants to call in. Wants to call. I can't lie though. I can't lie. It would be pretty cool if the game was close for the whole game. That'd be pretty sick. That would be wild. If Mac Jones led a game-winning drive, that would be pretty fucking cool. Dude, because then Tom Brady wouldn't high-five him. It'd be even funnier. He wouldn't shake his hand after the game. He'd be so rattled. He lost to his fucking replacement. From down on 125th, I just want to say that I'm a real New Yorker, and I truly believe that the Giants are going to the fucking Super Bowl this year, baby. Fuck you, Brady. You ain't doing shit. What did my mother suck my dick, Brady? <laughs> and that is, and that was our interview today with um whatever he said his alias was um <laughs> i think that'll wrap up the day i think that will wrap up the episode fellas great job riley great job fist bump yeah <laughs> riley yes right yeah, riley. riley closing remarks go <laughs> My that's, that U- that's that unh wi-fi baby yeah the the, the potato wi-fi 
anyway, great episode, guys. Uh, you know, season three is um, the best. It's good to be back. Shout out weekly report for updating. Shout out Sleeper for being great. Just go to Sleeper for being great. Exactly. And um, yeah, and fuck ESPN because their platform is shit and slow and like just not good anymore. So yeah. Um, week, four, week four. Yep. And um, what Dan said, soon.